It's the shop on the Daily Shuffle. Chip Souza. All right, all right. It's that Thursday afternoon shop time. We got it on the lockdown here, boys. I'm joined by Henry Apple, Paul Boyd, and Ricky Fires, and we are coming out swinging right out of the gate. Full house. Full house. And we got Vic Rimmer, the girls' basketball coach from Fayetteville. Vic, how you doing today? Hey, Chip, I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me on today. You betcha. So we want to talk a little Fayetteville Lady Purple Dog basketball. Vic, you guys are off to a 3-0 and start in conference play, so I guess you got to be pleased with that. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, especially, you know, the, the wins are, are awesome. By the way, anytime you win a conference game, especially on the road in the 6A West, I'm excited about it. I, I feel like coming out of Christmas break, we're playing some really good basketball right now. I, I, I thought we had a spell early on uh, where we weren't playing, uh, say, as tough as I'd like for us to. So I like where we're at right now. Hopefully we can keep that going. Vic, you guys, you guys did go on the road on Tuesday night, and I know Van Buren. Uh, you know that's always a tough place to play. I give Van Buren. Now, this is just my opinion. You guys know this, and I've stated this. Van Buren's got the best student section in the state. You tell me, I'll fight me on that. Fight me on it. Now, Vic, I know you'll fight me on it, but I think the Van Buren kids are awesome, and so that's a tough place to play. Van Buren always has a a very solid uh, student section, but it does not compare. There you, there you go. There you go. I looked over there. The, I was there. Fayetteville, I was over Fayetteville Friday night. This, so yeah. Vic, I got to tell you this story. So I head down to my house. It, I leave at four o'clock because Fayetteville is hard to find a, find a place to park there. You know, it's always a challenge. You know, you're a coach. You got carte blanche, so you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. it's hard to find a place to park. I get there, and first of all, I left my house at four, and it looked like it was seven thirty at night. That's how dark it was. So I get there and get in the gym, and, and there's. 250 people underneath the bleachers. And I'm like, what is, is this senior night? What's going on here? So they had evacuated the stands because of the storm that went through. And yeah, I'm like, well, yeah. well, what did I drive through to get here? <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was a pretty precarious situation there for a second. We had, we had two had both JV games going, so we had uh, folks in both gyms at the same time. So we had to evacuate or take safety in both places. We had a hallway attack. I don't think we're ever in any danger, but it was a precautionary uh, thing. I think that I think that storm they told us built up right on the top of us. That's the first for me to have to delay uh, for a tornado. Vic, you're kind of breaking up a little bit, bit with us. Maybe step out in the hallway or something. So I was going to say, Vic, I always enjoy watching your team play, and, and you know, Sasha Goforth gets a lot of ink and a lot of recognition, like she should. She's going to sign with Oregon State. Karai Beck gets a lot of recognition. You know, she's going to Memphis. But I tell you what. Every time I watch you play, I am just more and more impressed with Claudia Bridges. She is just, I love watching her play. You know, you know the thing about her is she's a basketball junkie, Chip. She, we have to make her stop going to the FAC and playing with the, with the <laughs> men down there. That's, that's her. She, she, she plays ball year-round, uh, even AAU, whatever she's doing in the summer. But she's always going after school. We have to make her quit doing that. She just loves playing, playing hoops. And, you know, her her uh, cognitive level has increased. I know last year as a sophomore, she struggled a bit, just kind of understanding what she wanted, what we wanted her to do on both ends of the floor. And this year, it's coming to her a little easier. The game's kind of slowed down. That's what everybody always says. But she she understands what we want to do, and uh, defensively, she's improved. And therefore, uh, I'm not chewing on her as much, and therefore, she's more relaxed on the floor. Uh, very creative young lady, uh, and, and and easy to coach. Hey, Vic, this is Rick Fires. Hey, I, I, I saw you guys a lot last year, not so much this year yet. But tell me a little bit about Carolyn Lyles. I'm not familiar with her. 
Yeah, Caroline Lyle, sophomore. She's, she's sophomore, about okay. five. Yeah, sophomore. She's about five eleven. She she was on a team last year uh, here at Fayetteville that went uh, to the regional finals, got beat by Greenwood in the regional final. And Caroline uh, averaged twenty two a game last year. She she's a tremendous shooter. Uh, she her, her her attributes other than shooting. She's a long arm kid. She rebounds the ball really well. She's she's really tough on the offensive glass. Uh, she's kind of that uh, prototypical stretch four that you guys see on the, in the NBA, WNBA. Uh, they can shoot the three really well, but also is, is really good around the, around the uh, hoop as far as physical play. Uh, and the kid, she, she has, I don't want to lie to you, it's more than five uh, Division One offers, including I know Arkansas State's offered her wow. a few others along, along that line. And she's, she's, she's gotten some interest from a couple Power Five schools, and we'll see how that goes. But just, just, just uh, another kid that stays at the gym constantly. Hey, another thing, um, I've seen situations where a, a big-time player, you know, they've already signed and everything. They may slack off a little bit. But I, I reckon uh, your two big guns, Sasha and Karai, haven't slacked off at all, have they? Yeah, no. And, you know, Rick, and I, I have seen that before, but I, I've been blessed with kids. I think what I've seen and what I see with these two right now, just to be specific now, is both of those kids were so stressed over the past year or so a year and a half of the recruiting process sure. of who they're going to choose, where they're going to go. And I think I think once they made that decision, I wanted them to sign early, you know, and make that choice in November. And they have they have both just relaxed, and they're playing well, they're leading well, uh, working working well every day. And so that I think that's been the case with those two, uh, where where they now they don't have to worry about that. That's not a that's not a distraction at all. So it's been a positive for us. I tell you what, Vic, what I've seen the couple of times I've seen you guys play is uh, on Sasha. Um, I, in the past, she picked. I'd see her pick up some silly fouls in a game. You know, fouls that you know that you, you really should, shouldn't be making. Um, you know, as that maturation process took place this year, I'm not seeing her do that anymore. She, she's definitely playing on the floor for much longer stretches for you. Yeah, and you're, you're you're spot on, Chip. It's a cognitive thing where Sasha wants to do everything really well and really fast and at, at, at full speed and. It's, so what what you were seeing over the past couple of years was just her trying to do too much, uh, whether she's going with offensive glass and going over somebody's back or reaching uh, reaching at a at a defender trying to help off or something like that. She's she's understanding that she watches a lot of film with us too, and she understands that a little better. So that's a, that's a maturity thing, and yes, her her being on the floor uh, and and being able to because because man, I, I know everybody loves watching her shoot the ball and go to the rim, but I'm telling you. Her defensive ability, uh, go for the defensive ability is is high level. She will be a tremendous defender at the Division One level. Uh, that's something that that's something the staff at Oregon State's really going to enjoy. Well, Vic, I know you guys have a big, big game uh, on Friday uh, at home against Bentonville. Bentonville's two and zero in the conference. They've played one fewer game because their game got canceled last Friday yeah. because of the weather. Yeah. So they played one fewer game. But Vic, I mean, you should have a really good atmosphere. I'm gonna, I'm going to put the I'm going to put the pressure on your students. I'm going to see them bring it for your game, for your game Friday. Right. I'll call, I'll call them out too. If you're, if you're Fayetteville folks, listen to this right now. Make sure you pack the stands. The girls' game starts at six. Don't forget about that. Six o'clock girls' game, guys, at seven thirty. Tip it. It will be chip. It's going to be a tremendous game. There's a lot of really good athletes on the floor. Tom and I, Tom Holmar, and I'll just try to stay out of the way and let the kids decide what's going to happen on the floor because it's going to be a tremendous basketball game. Vic, your game may be Friday night like mine was when I was in high school. 
our girls' team was really good, so they'd come pack the gym, watch the girls' game, then we played, everybody left. Well, I don't blame them. I think we won about four games, you know, my senior year. So, uh, you know, yeah. I, I didn't blame them for that at all. But, but uh, hey, anyway. I went, hey, I went, to, I went to high school at Guy Perkins, so the girls' girls program was always really, really good. That was all. That was always a good girls' basketball game at Guy Perkins. Absolutely. Well, Vic, listen, I know you're getting ready for practice, and we're up against a break right now. Good luck to you guys on Friday, and I have no doubt it will be a tremendous game. You bet, Chip. Thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate you bet. So that was Vic Rimmer, the girls' basketball coach at Fayetteville. They are headed for a big-time showdown Friday night at home, 6 o'clock against Bentonville. I don't think Fayetteville's got the best student section. I'm throwing that challenge out there. I want to see what they got compared to what Van Buren does. Fayetteville students, show me wrong. Prove me wrong Friday night. Show me what you got. <laughs> We're up to get some break right now. We'll be right back. Stay with us. You're listening to The Shop. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are rolling into segment two. We have a little open spot here. We're going to talk a little Clemson LSU football. Ricky, I know you did not watch that game Monday night. I'm just now sobering up. There was a long (laughs) night and getting calls from drunk fans down on there and uh, relatives and so forth. Uh, Yeah, uh, I mean, very, uh, very good night, actually. Now, for those of you who don't know, Ricky's got a little tighter connection to LSU than the rest of us. Ricky's got kinfolk on that sideline, Rick, don't you? Yeah, Kelly, uh, Kelly Owens, formerly Kelly Owens of Lake City, Arkansas, Leicester, Arkansas, the Dixie area. You know all about that. I do. Um, years ago, her and uh, Ed met uh, when Ed was uh, coaching at Syracuse, and they met at Liberty Bowl. Went out on a blind, blind date, and what? Four months later, they were married. So. He, he must have blinded her on that date. <laughs> uh, he, he did, but, uh, hey, man, he's a good, I tell you what. Um, so proud of him. I mean, he's been Absolutely. to the bottom. Absolutely. I mean, he's been to the bottom and uh, um, went back to the top, worked his way back to the top. So we're thrilled. Uh, I'm still an Arkansas guy first. I love the Razorbacks, but they struggle. I'm just glad I got this family outlet to root for LSU. I was in my purple and I was cheering for him. And I told that a long time ago. I said, I cheer for LSU except for every game except for Arkansas. So, Ricky, I think O is kind of like a lot of us. Uh, maybe he was sort of. Uh, maybe matured a little later uh, than, than what our parents would like. I know I would definitely fall into that category. It yeah. took Ed. Ed I went to LSU, and you know he weren't ready. He probably wasn't ready for that. He he didn't last there long. And, well, what uh, happened? Uh, he he was defensive lineman. They switched him to all offensive line. He didn't like that. Didn't like that. Yeah, and but uh, then he went to uh, the smaller school, Northwestern State. And, uh, Natchitoches, uh, Paul. You know where yeah. that is, don't I you? Do. I do. I do. The, de- the demons. The demons. I have that's been right. There. That's right. Yeah, but I tell you what, Kelly, I mean, she's just as feisty as he is. You know, uh, Ed will do all the hard talking, but when she's like a little Banny Rooster when she gets upset. So, yeah. But it was a good night, him and his kids and my sister, Donner, cousins, and so it was just a very good night. That was fantastic. Well, I was, you know, rooting uh, secretly for LSU. I've got a lot of relatives who are LSU fans. We keep yeah. them pushed way back to the back if we can, but but anyway, they are, they're LSU fans, so good for those times. Hey, my sister said, he said, my goodness, Ricky, she lives in Memphis. She said, all I did was uh, drink and eat down there. I said, hell, well, what I mean, else that's what they do. do. That's, I mean, that's what know. they do. Absolutely. She never had a Long Island tea. She's had a few, and she's still, <laughs> still kind of wobbly. <laughs> all right. So, again, congratulations to uh, LSU and uh, SEC, SEC, SEC. It just means more. Uh, so they keep it rolling. Uh, Paul, I was going to go back and visit with you a little bit. Uh, so I saw a great game Friday night. I went down and uh, battled through the storms. Uh you know, I don't know if I don't know if animals were lining up two by two, but I think they were. Uh, as I was making my way down there, I told Paul 
I made sure that the mosquitoes and chiggers didn't get on that boat. Uh, we, no those, are, those are two that we, we can all be happy that they don't have to pair up. Exactly. We'd be glad if they don't. Exactly. Rats, too. Yeah. I, 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 mice. I can't stand them. You know, they brought the plague. They kill half half of Europe. I cannot stand to have a mouse around me. I'm there like you. a big old elephant. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rogers-Fayetteville, Paul, that was a great boys basketball game on Friday night. Rogers got down by 17, and... Uh, you know, I thought I, I was thinking I was going to see a really good game, and I, I, at halftime, I'm like, "Man, this is a blowout. Fayetteville's going to, you know, this is this going to be a blowout." I wasn't expecting this, you know. And then Rogers came out, and uh, they kind of shook off, you know, that early haymaker that Fayetteville landed on them, and uh, were able to come back, and uh, they won it at the end, sit 70-65. So uh, good win for Rogers, but man, and and I'm not going to give away too much because we got Greg White coming in in the, in the next segment, so I'm not going to talk about that too much. But uh, it's the 6A West. It's it's going to be exactly what we thought it was going to be. Uh, like the Chicago, what Singletary said, uh, whatever. They are what we thought they, they are. They are what we thought they were, yeah. Hey, but I tell you what, again, we talk about Benville West. We talk about Harbor. Yep, absolutely. Uh, hey, we'll wait and see who, who comes to the top. There's still some work to be done, Man, a lot of work to be done. I'm telling you. So you got Rodgers. They were undefeated. They lost their first game Tuesday night. Harbor is uh, leading the conference at three and zero, and then you got Rogers, Fayetteville, and Bentonville West. Is that they're at two and one, and you know, and then we hadn't even talked about Bentonville, and they're one and one because they've played one fewer game. They got one West, fewer. They got their game Friday night was canceled because of the weather, um, so they're one fewer. So and they've got Braden Freeman back back, back on the floor. That's right. So Bentonville will will uh, you know they're going to all they're going to be in that mix. Or well coached Dick Rippey does a great job over there. So we know that this six A West is going to be an absolute dogfight. And oh, this just in: Springdale played Harbor a very good game on Tuesday night with four players that they lost to fouls in that game. So Big time rivalry, absolutely. So you know don't you know go ahead and sleep on on Springdale and you're going to wake up with a loss on you. So. You know, the 6A West is going to be good. The girls, I think, we're looking at Fayetteville and, and Bentonville there, and I think there's a, going to be a little step down from there. So it's going to be, you know, that one could go either way. I think uh, Bentonville earlier this year played Northside, and I don't know if Bentonville was prepared for that at that time, but Northside will make you look that look like they did in that game. In that game, Northside hit just about every shot yes. available. And they're capable of that. Oh yeah, when uh, you know Jersey Wolfenbar is going to get her oh, points yes. for sure. Oh yeah, but when um, Tracy Brashear starts scoring, I mean she she normally plays inside, but she gets a couple of three pointers. Hatiana Relaford got a couple of three pointers. Jazz Coleman, everybody was just rolling that day, and Bentonville had probably its worst string of turnovers that I've seen all season long. Well, we know Bentonville will be in that mix, so. We're going to have a great game Friday night. Bentonville Fayetteville is going to be a great game. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good. Hey, aren't you guys continually amazed by the quality of girls? Nothing against guys, but the girls. I saw a firing. I said, my goodness, that's one of the best teams I've ever seen. Then Greenwood comes in there and beats them. And I said, my goodness, Greenwood's one. And it's on and on. And Northside and Fayetteville is just the quality of the girls teams in Northwest well, Arkansas. Well, let, let me tell you, Rick, and we're going to talk about this in the, in the last segment, in the last segment, but... In the lower classification, you got Harrison girls that's won seventeen in a row. Yep, they're very very good. Uh, you got Charleston. I've seen them play. They played over in the Malik Monk uh, thing that they had at Bentonville right before Christmas or after Christmas, whenever that was. Right before, before Christmas. Before uh, they look very good. They're going to be very good. Lamar girls 
absolutely well coached. They are a very, very good team in 3A. So it's not just in the 6A level. You got it in the lower classifications. It's really good. Now, Paul, we're going to talk about the flip side. What in the world has happened to Fort Smith Southside girls? Nine points in a game. Are you kidding me? It's, oh, man. I, you know, you don't even know what to say. You know, a 70 to nine game. 70 to nine? And, uh, and uh, we have talked about this before. They've lost uh, 41 in a row. Is that correct, Henry? That is correct. Yeah. That's now 41 Ugh. consecutive losses. Now, listen, this is a program that was in a state final in 2013. Correct. Correct, and and a story program. If you look back, exactly. Steve Hosser, well, arguably Sultans, the, the best player in the history of Arkansas high school girls. One of them, for arguably, sure. she's yes. in that conversation. Absolutely, yeah. You know, Wendy this Schultz. is this is a program that's got has a lot of pride in it, and I mean nine nine yeah. points, not even nine yep. in a game. So you know, I I don't know what's going on there, but wow, I mean that is. Yeah, it's, here's some staggering statistics that I started. We started digging this up yesterday when we started talking about it, and, and I'm not. Believe me, I'm not blaming this for what I'm about to share with you, but I'm fixing to share it. Ever since Southside changed its mascot from Rebel to Maverick, which was four <laughs> years ago, their girls' team is nine and eighty-one. Their conference record five and thirty-nine. Four of those wins were against Mount St. Mary. The other one was a forfeit win. So what we're saying is Joey McCutcheon was right all along. They should never have changed that mascot from the Rebel to the, to the Maverick. That's Change it back for one game, see what happens. <laughs> like They're the Naturals, curse. go to the uh, Thunder Chickens, go back one game, see what happens. I know that's bad. Well, listen, we're up against another break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Greg White, the boys basketball coach from Bentonville West, who's coming off a huge win Tuesday night. Stay with us. Listen to the shot. We'll be right back. It's the shop on the Daily Shuffle. Call the show at 866-285-4005. Now, back to Chip Sousa. We're in the third quarter of the shop this week. This is, Boys, this is what I call winning time. This is winning time in that second half. And nobody better to talk about winning than Greg White from Bentonville West. Coach, how's it going today? Doing good. How are you guys doing? I guess you got to be are, – are your feet a little off the ground or are they firmly planted back on the ground now? You know, I, I tell everybody about this league. I said I was excited and uh, kids were excited and I got home and it, as soon as I got – situated and thought about it i started prepping for our next game this league uh it's yeah. hard to get wins and you try to be happy and find joy in them but you know brutal truth is you got to come back try to do it again the next game out and so it's uh it's a fun it was a fun night i thought our kids did really well uh, and just like i told them like i told henry you know we're still good till midnight and we've already started prepping on our next game and about to get out there on the on the floor and get ready for Harbor. So Bentonville West coming off a 39-36 win against what was then at the time undefeated and number one Rogers. Bentonville West scored the last six points of the game. Four of those came at the free throw line, or all six. Four of them at the free throw line. Uh, what a great game. Yeah, a lot of fun. You know, uh, I had guys give me a hard time, Central Arkansas, asking if we stalled, and they know I'm a big shot clock guy. And so I was like, no, we didn't stall. It's just it's hard to get to the rim on good defensive teams on both ends. And 
Um, you know, Henry, I think you even mentioned it kind of three to two. We had been in our bullpen yet at the first quarter, so it was uh, definitely uh, you had to be a purist to like it. You know, a lot of a lot of hard defense, a lot of good teams. Uh, you know, team defense it was there, so that was a fun environment. Uh, you know, some of our kids remember uh, Rogers was doing a great job and undefeated, and uh, not a lot of times you get to play as number one team on their floor and win. So, like I said we enjoyed it for a while. It'll be something we talk about later on, but got to go back to work. So, Greg, what you say, to that that kind of noise is, listen, fellas, I can't hear, I'm sorry, the, my school band's playing our fight song when we win. That's still what I'm hearing right now. I'm sorry, I can't hear what you're saying to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, uh, you know, they got me pretty good, but it was, uh, you know, it's a lot of friends. A lot of, I had a lot of text messages. I think I, when I got, as soon as the game was over, you know, with, with Henry uh, covering it on, on Twitter and putting on information in our live stream, uh, I was about 56 text messages before I got to the locker room. Wow. So it was uh, That's fun. a lot of fun. That's fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, Greg, I know uh, it's it's a case where Dylan Bailey's getting a lot of recognition with the way he scores points this year, having 40 in the game up in Neo show. But uh, you have really got a couple of nice pieces to go with him, and they produce from time to time. And the two I'm really thinking about right now is uh, Buccino and Ruffner. Yeah, how about that? You know, um, two sophomores that we, uh, you know, that, that's one of the, if I got to complain about something in Arkansas, it's well, you roll the dice with freshmen, uh, meaning if you move them up to varsity, they're stuck. They can't go back. And so they are the two, uh, I think I've done it three times in my career, and to do two kids in one year in the same school is unheard of. But we saw something special about those two, and we moved them up uh, last year. And, you know, they didn't really have a lot of minutes, but just being in the practice with older guys and seeing the speed, um, I think is really made the difference in how they're playing this year. Uh, Riley uh, had a great tournament in the Osho, averaged 15 a game. And, uh, you know, Henry and Paul were up there. You saw the, the caliber of guys they were going up against. For him to have 15 a night, uh, and that up there really kind of set something. And then I thought Cade was – Cade's got a nose for the ball. You know, his, his scoring may be down a little bit, but, you know, he had a big offensive rebound put back, uh, you know, and really uh, hit two big threes. And he's just a ball player, you know, and – I have to remind myself, and you know, Coach Powell, Coach Mackey, we're all kind of beyond a little bit. And some one of the three of us always say, "Remember, they're a sophomore." You know, and that that brings us back to reality that we expect a lot from them, but they are they're just sophomores, and so it's uh, gives you something to look forward to. But like you said, they're producing right now, so that makes it a lot more fun. Yeah, and not only just points. I mean, Riley comes up with that humongous block there in the corner, there in the closing seconds of the game, and then grabs the ball, and uh, of course. He gets fouled, but then uh, Dylan sneaks in there and gets the free throws. <laughs> yeah, a little gamesmanship there by a senior, you know. Uh, one of those things, uh, that's an untaught trait, you know. That's just guys competitor. And so we, uh, when, I, when I saw that, you know, when we talked about the next day, that's the first time I'd caught it. So, uh, you know, it's one of those that'll, that'll stay in that no comment contact. There you uh, go. There you go. Hey, hey, Greg, Paul Boyd here. Uh, just uh, going back to that, the, the 39-36 game, and, and I'm the same way. I got a couple of comments from different people going, well, what happened? They hold the ball. I said, no, it's just really, really, really hard to put the ball in the basket when both teams are playing really good defense, right? Yeah, I appreciate you saying that. It was it was definitely, uh, you know, at, at 3-2, to two, um, and, and I mentioned this, you know, with Henry, uh, Coach Frazier, who I think has done a great job, I mean, since he's taken over there, you know, he made the comment about we want to we want it as ugly as possible, and you know, I, we actually uh, came up with the phrase and have a T-shirt for it. You know, I mean, 
we want to win ugly. Ugly it up. You know, there you go. When yeah. it was three yeah. to two, we uh, we we felt right at home. You know, uh, you two guys. You two guys succeeded to, uh, in the ugly department, but man, but hey, in more I'm, ways than one. Well, well, I'm, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. But as far as basketball, ugly. But uh, you said purist, and I, hey, I enjoyed the heck out of the game. Two two teams playing really hard. I appreciate that. Hey, Greg, this is Rick Fires, man. I had that uh, Harbor uh, Springdale game the other night. I mean, it's a big rivalry. Them guys are bowed up. Four or five guys fouled out. Even, uh, even after the game. Every night, yeah. I mean, I just saw the cop cars. I don't know what, what was going on out there. But, uh, you know, uh, Jenkins, you know, I was looking for him. I said, Where, where's Jenkins at? And then, boom, he scores uh, about 18 of his 22 in the second half. They got great guard. Can you just talk about the challenge they present for you? Yeah, they. Uh, I think you hit it. You know, I think they've got great players. Um, they've got guys that, you know, can put the ball in the basket in different ways. You can in Boyd, uh, Jenkins, you know, and I think – the big thing or, you know, the struggle we see is, you know, who's going to be our matchups, who's going to stop who. But I think um, I think it kind of feels more like a game we've played. You know, I mean, we came into the league 5-5, five and five, and, and that wasn't by design. What design was, you know, let's go play. Uh, you know, luckily we got to play a guy like Chris Moore. Uh, but we're playing guards from Cleveland, Ohio. They're Division One offers. And, you know, we're, in, we're beating those guys, and we're going to Parkview and, playing them of course that's a different story anyway like right now but you know that's uh the places we've been like I, we've seen these players and uh, i mean don't get me wrong they're good players and there's some good things but we feel really like we've got our guys prepared uh to, to play anybody um and we told our guys anybody any place anywhere um you know we're taking a team from center arkansas and beating a team from cleveland ohio that's got alumni like clark kellogg and desmond howard and you know they i mean you talk about tough teams i've heard of those and guys. our kids yeah yeah and our kids uh you know stood toe-to-toe with them so harper's got some good players um but i like my team a lot and uh, i feel that's uh that's something we're doing really well right now is playing as a unit now greg i don't know what sport you know we're, we're talking here it doesn't matter jonas hickson is going to be my first round draft pick no matter what the sport is hockey football i don't care uh, talk about the physical presence that he gives your team. He's, you know, he's just a winner. Um, what I love about him was, you know, we thought we lost him when he got hurt in football. Um, and and he, the first thing he came was he came and talked to us. And, you know, they're, they're telling him surgery. And he's like, Coach, I'll be back for conference. You know, and, and most kids, when they, when they get hurt, and they, when you hear ACL or something like that, you, you kind of roll it off. But when he looked me in the face and said, Coach, I'll be back by conference, I actually believed him. You know, even knowing how long it is, on, like for ACL. Uh, but luckily it wasn't an ACL tear. You know, kind of got a, a bad look. And so he came in. Um, he's just a really good teammate. And and that's the thing, too. Like, he does things that, I mean, he took three charges on Tuesday night and scored two points. And I, I always tell people, we're kind of the non-typical. Um, you know, when you think of basketball and everything wrong with it, I always tell people, come watch us and come think about us because our kids, you know, they hit a shot and they're not running down the floor doing every celebration on demand. They, they point to their teammate that gave them the pass and thank them. Um, now, our kids on the bench are going crazy, you know, because they love their teammates. But Joe takes three charges and scores two points. And, and in today's culture, you know, like it's a, a what, what can you do for me? And, and he's the guy that does everything for his teammates. He cleans up the mess. Uh, he's kind of the big brother, you know, um, Late in the game, he had a big put. I think Evan hit him on a shot, and he scored. And yeah. and Evan was like, "Daddy, about broke my hand on the high five, you know." And he just 
<laughs> he's that kid. You know, he's a kid you got to have. Whether, like you said, whether if we go play hockey, I don't know if he can skate, but I'll stick him out there. Absolutely, um, yeah. Whatever you know, sport he, it is, it doesn't guy. matter. Absolutely, he. You know, he is just. Uh, he's. You're right, Greg. He's a winner. And uh, have you heard, Greg? Is he going to sign with anybody uh, for football in a couple of weeks? Have you heard? You know, he just picked up another offer, uh, Lamar Division One. Um, I don't know. Like you know, he's mentioned. Uh, not to, not to get the kids business, but I think he's talking about just going to school. You know, he's he's been playing varsity football since he was a freshman. Right, you know, and he right. and uh, you know his body's getting in great shape. He looks good. I, if I was, I mean, I'll tell people he will be a much better basketball player come February. You yeah. know, just when his body changes. But I don't know if he's going to or not. But you know, I'll make sure if I find out, I'll let you guys know. We'd love to have you here. Good deal. Well, Greg, listen, we're up against a break right now. Uh, good luck to you guys uh, tomorrow night. Go get them. Appreciate it. Yep, that sounds good. We're going to take a break right here. We'll be right back. It's the shop on the Daily Shuffle. Call the show at 866-285-4005. Now back to the shop with Chip Souza. All right, boys, hold those four fingers up. It's the fourth quarter now. It's, it's time to close this thing out. And we're going to close it out strong. We're going to talk some lower classification basketball where, Paul, I think you'd agree with this, Henry. There's some great basketball played, not just in 6A, but it's really played well in the lower classification. Hey, it's a lot of fun to watch, too. Absolutely. And if you guys, I know, Rick, you've been over there. I don't know if Paul has. I know Henry has been over to Huntsville. I'm going to tell you right now, if you've never been to a game in Huntsville, you need to put that on your bucket list. Because that is a happening experience, playing a basketball game in Huntsville. No question about it. It's kind of a throwback to like the yes. Milan of the 1950s, the crow's nest over there. Yes. You're real tight right there. Get my boy Scotty to save me a little seat up there and climb up. Yep. yep. You, you notice the uh, silver heaters up there, yes. way up there, look like Miami beer kegs. So I, I love that spot. See, I know you'd pick up on that. See, I did. First thing I noticed, I said, "Man, what they got them beer kegs hanging up there for?" So yeah. we're going to talk a little boys. There's no basketball. beer in there, though. Probably not. Maybe All not. Right. Maybe there was at one time. We're yeah. going to talk a little boys action first. Valley Springs, Henry. I know we haven't had a chance to see him play, but I'm hoping to get a chance to see them play. Isaac Ragland. He's a big time scorer for Valley Springs. They are 22 and two in the 3A1 East Correct. Conference. And a big game coming up Tuesday night. They will host Bergman. Ooh, that'll be a good I one. I wish I could be at that game Tuesday night. Ooh, oh, I wish one. it was because you have 22-2 and two Valley Springs. You have 23-4 and four Bergman. Bergman led by Elijah Joyce. Yes, sir. Forward. Yep. Mr. Double-Double. He, the other night. Uniforms looking like the L.A. Lakers, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, Purple and gold. Oh, baby. yeah. Oh, they're blue and gold. They're blue and gold. So, uh, but they have like a Lakers look to them. Is that, isn't that right? Bo brought him over last year. They had kind of a kind of a Lakers look to them or something. Yeah, it's that year uh, or last year they were wearing like the gold. That's what with it the was. Blue. Yes, but yes. now their road uniforms are more like. Well, the time I saw them, they were wearing home, and it was the white with the blue. Okay, uh, okay. Because I wouldn't watch them play uh, when they played Greenland over at West Fork at the RBS Duel at the Dome. And that was a treat to watch. Now, Valley Springs, Isaac Ragland, big-time player for them. That's where Lawson Jenkins was at Valley Springs. And then when his mom, Kim Jenkins, got the girls' basketball job at Harbor, he came over here and is at Harbor. But, man, you know, Valley Springs hadn't missed a beat. They are, you know, and they're one of the, you know, there's not a lot of them, but they're one of the few 3A schools in the state that doesn't play football. They're strictly basketball. Um, and so that's another Huntsville-type 
you know, environment, you know, at Valley Springs. And, and the thing is, it's an event. I mean, we, we've we've all covered small school back in East Arkansas, and I love this, the quality of the seven, eight schools. Sometimes they don't pack it in, but you go to them small towns, that, better that's an it. event. You better, you better get, get there, there about 4 o'clock. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you want to have a place to sit down. Of course, we know the real fans don't sit down. They stand up and... You know, just like at football games. The real coaches on the football team, on the f- football games, they're the ones on the fence row, you know, down yep. So that's where <laughs> yes, the real sir. coaches are. Yeah. So you got Valley Springs boys 22 and 2. Uh, Bergman boys, what'd you say, Henry, 23 and 4? 23 and 4. Have so they got, played each other yet? So you? that's coming up. They All played right. twice. Let's, uh, uh, they have. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Bergman led the first game until the final 15 seconds and ended up losing by one. Valley Springs by one. And then they played in the finals of the North Ark Invitational Tournament, which Valley Springs won a big one. But Bergman was gassed because they had just played an overtime game the night before against Clinton. And that game, we aren't talking 39-36. This was 89-81. Shoot, holler, and foller. That's what I like. Absolutely. So, Elkins boys. Yes. Seventeen and one. What a great job that they're doing over there at Elkins. They are on a roll, on a big time roll. The Elks are. Yeah, and uh, and they've got another game coming up. They're fixing to have to play Charleston, which that's going to have first place in the three A one West. Correct. Uh, and Charleston just coming off the big win against uh, Waldron. Not a big win. They. They took yeah, Walter yeah, to the woodshed. They, they did. They did. And, hey, uh, I talked to the coach. He even admitted, he said, my goodness, it's a perfect storm. And uh, um, Charleston, uh, that's the first time they've been home in a while, and they just spanked uh, Waldron. They and, did. and uh, you know now 30 Peyton, points. Now, Peyton Brown was our the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette Player of the Week this week. He had 59 against Lincoln the other night. So anytime you beat Waldron and you're able to do that and, and hold him under – you know, 40, he, you've done something. He had 25, and, you know, that's off an off night. game Just for him. Just off night for him. Absolutely off night. So, Henry, uh, oh, and Paul, I was going to mention, the new school, new school boys, uh, David Farrell, we, he's been a long-time coach in this area, uh, was at West Fork for 157 years, I think, and then went to the U of O down at Clarksville for a while, came back, he was over at the new school, and, and – uh, I think he was just going to be the AD, and I think they said, hey, uh, we want you to go ahead and take this boy's we, uh Well, I think it's the other way around. Other they way around? Okay. And they said, hey, uh, we're going to make you the AD oh, as okay, well. Gotcha. But, uh, but yeah, now the Cougars at uh, the new school, 20-1. Uh, and 20-1. and one. They are in Class A. And, uh, of course, Class A, in my opinion, the toughest classification in Arkansas basketball because there are a bazillion schools in class a and you got some really really good ones you know guy perkins and uh, you know who who am i missing henry uh, Izzard county, Izzard I-C-C. county yeah, icc and oh my goodness uh but 20 and one over there for the new school uh on the girls side farmington we've talked about them a little bit farmington girls are 17 and three you would say they're going to run away with the 4a1 conference but not, not so, so fast. fast yes Harrison girls have won 17 in a row, and they are in the same conference, and those two teams are headed for a showdown. And we haven't even talked about P. Ridge, a team that took Farmington to double overtime last week. So the 4A1, you better have them laced up tight, Ricky Fires, when you step in the 4A1. I'd like to have been there when Trendy Johnson, the coach for Farmington, and her dad sitting right behind her, and she nailed that three to win the game. And um, I'm sure there was quite a celebration. That's a tough place to win. So uh, very excited for them. Absolutely. So Harrison girls have won 17 and straight. They lost their first game of the season. They have not lost since then. Farmington girls are 17-3, and three, so the 4A1, like we thought that would be, 
We haven't mentioned Gravit. Gravit's girls team, very, very good. Mm-hmm. You know, the 4A1 is an absolute Berryville. fine. Uh, Berryville girls, yeah, we hadn't talked about them any. They're, what, Henry 12-3 and three or 12-4, and four, something like that? 13-4. They 13 just beat Gentry last night. So, you know, it's a minefield every time you step on the court there in the 4A1. The 4A4, I talked to Clarksville coach today. I talked to uh, Randy Talley. They are 5-0. Now, their overall record is only 9-9, nine and nine, but they've played Harbor twice. They played Bentonville. They've played a absolute murderous non-conference schedule. So if you look at their record at nine and nine, you're like, oh, you know, Clarksville might not be that good. Well, they hadn't lost a game in conference play, and last year they were twenty-five and six. So Clarksville, very, very good. Now they won a narrow three-game, three-point game over Ozark. They're not always tough to play Ozark. You know, even, you know, even though Sarah Pfeiffer's been gone for fifteen years or however long, they're you know, Ozark's still Ozark. The Lady Hillbillies, it's always tough. To Absolutely. Them. So, uh, also in 3A down in the River Valley, Charleston, of course, their girls are very good. They were state champions a couple of years ago, made a deep run last year to the final, or the semifinal, I think. I think they made it to the final four, I believe, maybe, I maybe so. not, something like that. Uh, Lamar girls, all four, I got four, we're supposed to have had five starters back. Four of them are actually back, one tore her ACL. Uh, Lake and Sanders, an incredible player for Lamar. They uh, doing a great job down there. Uh, Coach Suderman does a great job with them. Lamar, very very good. On the again back bouncing back to the boys side, Lavaca uh, talked to Renner Reed today. Their their coach over there. They are uh, seventeen and three. Their three losses to P Ridge, to Elkins, and to Bergman. P Ridge and Bergman close games. Uh, the other one, uh, Elkins. Elkins blew them out. But uh, Lavaca, very, very good. Interesting thing about Lavaca, 11 seniors on their team. That's unheard of for any classification school, but to have 11 at a school like Lavaca, that's that's pretty incredible, and that, that experience has been big for them. I think that's their entire male part of their senior class. I think it is. School. I think it is. So really, really good basketball. If you you know if you're out there listening, you get a chance to go catch some basketball, especially you know in these lower classifications. Yeah, you need to jump out there and do that because there's some not only great basketball, but I think uh, our our own Andy Shoop he would tell you pulled pork barbecue sandwiches at uh, at Elkins the other night. He went over there pulled pork at, in the in the uh, in the concession stand. So how can you go wrong with that? Got to have a Blackhawk burger, right? And you got to have a Blackhawk burger, yes, oh, P. Ridge. Oh, by the way, I'm going to P. Ridge Friday night, and I already have one reserved. I kind of hate you for that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and don't forget the fried pies whenever West Fork has a tournament. That is correct. If you've not had a fried pie at West Fork, let me just tell you, if they don't have peanut butter and chocolate fried pies in heaven, I don't want to go. Just send me to send me over to West Fork, and I'll be happy right there. I'll take that and fried Spam sandwich. Uh, oh, that would be good. Need to put that on that menu, Ricky. That's it. So that's about it for us today. We're going to go ahead and get out of here. Don't forget, we got Ruskin and Zach coming in. I think they'll probably have a couple of things to talk about today to keep get you guys riled up. Yeah, didn't Missouri State get a new football coach? I think they did. Vroom, vroom. Got that Harley all fired uh-huh. up and gassed up. He's back in the Ozarks, boys. Bobby Petrino. We'll be back next week with the shop. Thanks for being with us.